0: Hi everyone, welcome to Snarky with Mike Feeney. I'm your host, Drake. How are you? This feels, this feels good. I have fully recovered from my debilitating epidemic disease that that I have conquered, some would say, the Omicron Coronavirus. And not only that, I'm not doing it alone anymore cause Nicole Lyons, also wearing a green hoodie, is back.
1: Hi. How's it feel, back? Nicole? Amazing. I missed you. This
0: is great. I know. I hadn't seen you. You'd made, you would pointed out a good thing. I hadn't seen you in pro- maybe a month. Oh, you're close to it, probably.
1: Yeah. Not since, well, I guess we did see each other, but we weren't all back together since before like Christmas.
0: Yeah. It's been crazy, but we're here now, you know, we're excited. I feel good. I'm like. You know, I I feel fully recovered, so I'm excited to drink. And you know what we're doing. We're going back to the classic because Nicole's here. It feels like nostalgic already. So what are we doing? We're going a Little Mike's Classic Margarita with a twist. We got ourselves the lime juice, the tequila, the Grand Marnier, all the stuff you know and love, the agave nectar. But we've also included a little shot of the Tropicana, I think it's lime and coconut mixture or something like that juice. To give it a nice little uh little bit of you're on a beach freshness, Nicole. What 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 do you think?
1: It's great. I think this was the OG combination that you first gave me when we ah, started this. Yeah, and that's great.
0: When I'm when it when I'm in summer mode, when I'm in summer margarita mode, it is it's always got the little coconut splash in there. But uh, you know, it's 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 50 degrees today and not negative 10 for the first time in a week. And so it basically is summer here to me. Now I get. Why people in Minnesota and Wisconsin wear shorts in 50-degree weather. I just thought they had mental illness, but it turns out um, their only mental illness is deciding to live in Minnesota and Wisconsin. So, um, we have so much to get into today. We're recording two episodes back-to-back, so next week, you know what it is. Goddamn drunk cast. It's going to be fun and uh, probably a mess. So, let me start off by talking about what everybody on the internet has been talking about in the last few days, which is Drake, and uh, he hooks up with this woman, uh, and then uh, you know he she really described the full sex detail. I was I was pretty impressed by her account of what happened. She really was like he hit it from behind. He was like good for like twenty minutes, thick uncut or thick and cut, like just like really descriptive. And then was like, he went into the bathroom, and then I went into the bathroom after he got out, took out his condom, tried to, you know, trap him and throw it in me, and then there was hot sauce all over it. So Drake has put hot sauce in his condoms after using them. Uh, and now she's suing him for this, by the way. She's suing him, and I gotta say, the most genius move of all time. I don't, know how, I don't understand how anybody on the planet could not be on Drake's side on this. If this has to be a leave that person alone, it's gonna be. Leave that person alone, Drake, because his reason for doing it, it turns out, was 100% warranted because the woman tried to trap him. Like, that, like, it would be crazier if she found, like, hot sauce in a condom and was like, ew, what did you do, you little weird? You think I'm gonna throw... You know, genetic, like science aside, how like, you know, by the way, that's like not how it works, you know, in terms of like getting pregnant. That's not a thing that you do is just like pour it out like there's spermicide on the condom. There's the second it touches oxygen, it dies. But I love the like going above and beyond. And I also love the woman who also doesn't know science, who's like, I think if I just throw it in me, even though it's been in the garbage for five minutes and exposed to air and the the condom spermicide, then I'll be good, too. And so, I mean, I, I guess I got to hand it to Drake, you know, what ingenuity that is, because his sperm is, I mean, more more valuable than the average sperm. I got to tell you that. I mean, if I was a woman hooking up with Drake, I would have sec- I would have some thoughts, you know, but here's how you got to do it. If you're going to trap Drake, because as you know, with his hot sauce, he puts that shit on everything. If you're going to trap Drake, here's what you do. You... Poke holes in condoms. That's what you got it. Go old school with it. You you poke a hole in it, hope that the condom breaks and that it works, you know, or something like that. Or maybe you just rip the condom off. I don't know what you do. You got to get a little more uh, ingenious about it. But what you can't do is fish it out of the garbage pail afterwards and try and throw it in you. And also, did you not look at it? Did you not see the red... Like hot sauce. Either that or the man is the man was coming blood. Like something bad was happening in that condom that she was like, still worth the risk, you know? And I don't even blame her. Like I get it. But the suing him is that's the level for me where you're like, How? How do you think you're gonna win this case? Like, what are you suing for? Damages? Like, what is the I wanna see the legal? Like, can Nicole, can you try and look up, like, what the legal thing she's suing for is? Like, what that, what she filed on a report? Like, just, I got hot sauce pussied? Like, what is it that she would say to the judge that's like, you understand my side of things? Clearly, I was trying to trap him. It didn't work. And now he owes me money. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Do they have it?
1: Um, I'm looking for it, but I also am really confused how he even did that. Like, did he have like a Frank's packet or like a bottle?
0: He definitely had the Frank's, he had a little pa- a Frank's packet, maybe a little Cholula. I don't know what he did, but he definitely, he went into the bathroom with it. And so he, but what's funny because it's like, unless he put clothes on or maybe he put it in the hot sauce in the bathroom ahead of time, because like, maybe he did it like a gangster movie. You know, like he put it above the, in the toilet bowl in like a little plastic baggie, like where they would hide a gun. He hid just a little floating red, Frank's Red Hot Packet, just sitting in there floating. That way he can go in there because he, yeah, he's not putting on all of his clothes. He's walking naked probably from the bedroom to the bathroom. So what on his way, unless he like grabbed his jeans that have hot sauce. Also, that's so much like inventory to always have to carry around hot sauce with you. I mean, that's, That's a lot of work. Like, you know how men are be like, oh, man, we can't have sex. I don't have a condom. Drake has to be like, we can't have sex. I forgot the hot sauce. (laughs) Like, he's got to be like, can we place a seamless order real quick? Can we get some Uber Eats and then uh, just extra hot sauce on the side? Doesn't matter what we order. Just get extra hot sauce and then we're good to go. I mean, impressive, impressive ingenuity on the part of Drake, I must say.
1: I haven't found the charge, but this article is calling it a Tabasco fiasco, which is pretty great.
0: I mean, better than I could come up with Tabasco fiasco. I mean, that's great. And then that's actually the, um, the, the Mexican cousin of Lupe fiasco, ladies and gentlemen. Lupe fiasco. So, Tabasco fiasco. All right. Well, I thought I, having Nicole here would, would make it. Like, more fun when jokes didn't land, but it makes it worse. Um, So, we'll move on from that. (laughs) But uh, we have so much to, to get into, because there's other things, and I can't goddamn believe that this is happening again. But here I go, talking about Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, who got engaged, and I've previously had him on the leave that person alone. And now I got him on the fuck that person. He's the first ever switch from the leave that person alone list to the fuck that person list. Fuck that person, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. They got engaged, which is like, fine. Who cares? But then they had to do a whole Instagram thing with like a four camera shoot where they drank each other's blood. It's like, shut up, you goth losers. What's wrong with you? Like Why am I hearing about two irrelevant people who are just used to be known for being like super hot, you know? I guess Machine Gun Kelly's still young, but like neither of them are in the peak of their fame anymore. Like how come I'm not hearing about, you know, I'm not hearing updates on Freddie Prince Jr., you know, or what's going on with James Vanderbeek, Josh Hartnett? Where are these people? I don't know. And guess what? I don't need to know because I knew them when they were, you know, hot and young and they were everywhere and in all movies and then they faded away. And then that's what they do, they fade away. But now uh, Megan Fox is like, I haven't done a movie in 16 years and here I go, you know, and now I'll just be relevant because, you know, a guy who used to be a rapper until Eminem destroyed his rap career and made him turn into a pop punk band is now all of a sudden the goddamn, you know, they're, they I don't know who is rooting for them, but if you are, tell me why, uh, tell me why, and also tell me why you have nothing else going on in your life, that that, are two people that you're like, God, I just, I just hope for them, you know, they have, she has three kids already, and I really just hope that they, you know, can pull this one off. It's like, who gives a shit? Honestly, I mean, Nicole, do you have any rooting interest? I feel like you're a, a secret closet Machine Gun Kelly fan.
1: What? You know how much I like Eminem. Why would I be a closeted fan of That's MGK?
0: even more the reason you gotta be closeted, because you like Eminem, <laughs> no. and you can't, you can't admit how much of a stan you are.
1: No, I think I've heard maybe one MGK song in my whole life, so and? I have no interest whatsoever.
0: Yeah, it just keeps getting pushed down my throat, but every time I open up Instagram or Twitter, they're like, you won't believe, you know, what Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox are doing. She, you know, she was getting her eyebrows tweezed and he was getting, you know, a tattoo that said, I love nipples on his throat. And so here they are. Look at 36 pictures of them. I don't care. I don't care about them. Let them be. They're like the two kids in school that are like hot, and think that they're on a reality show that everybody's watching. You know, there's there's always those kids who's like, there's the popular kids and then there's like the popular because they're hot and for no other reason, like the vapid, empty vessels. And then those people are always like walking around, like, you know, like throwing back their hair and being like, guys, come on. It's like, there's no one around you. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? You know, so I I don't like them. I don't want to hear about them. And I hope the next time I talk about them it's because they got divorced after 32 days or something crazy like that. And I hope I don't have to talk about them ever again. Maybe I just won't. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Um, coming in hot, really, with these... A lot of... I, I gotta get off... Because here's the thing. Everything on social media has been pissing me off this past couple weeks. And there's, and there's so much more of it, too. Like, Wendy's... Wendy's Twitter was roasting people. That was trending on Twitter. And first off, if you're following Wendy's on social media, you're missing a foot, you know, like you're obviously a person who is so dependent upon the fast food chain that if you need to hear updates and see tweets, tweets, not even like, I would almost understand Instagram because you're like, there's pictures of the Baconator. Like, I don't know what How fucking out of shape uh, you have to be to be like, I need to see Baconators on my timeline. But if you're reading word tweets from Wendy's, it's like, that's not, I don't know. But especially if you're tweeting at the fast food chain to roast you, if if you're like, hey, Wendy's, this will be fun, roast me. You shouldn't be allowed to vote. That is, I think, uh, like... Just a, you get a, a Britney Spears conservatorship immediately. If you tweet, at, if you press the follow button on any fast food chain, they take your phone away. They take your money away. You're not allowed to be in public anymore. And that's just it. You know, it's not quirky. It's the downfall of civilization. OK, so I don't need Wendy's. I don't need Wendy's tweeting. OK, I, I unless everyone's in a while, they're like, hey still got cheeseburgers. Like, that's it. That's all I need them to say. And I don't need them to update on their Instagram, anything like that. And I certainly, certainly don't need them roasting people on Twitter and for it to trend. I don't know what's more sad, the, the, the attempt of, of Wendy's or the people engaging with it so much so that it was trending. I mean, what, uh, what, what's, what's worse to you, Nicole?
1: I don't know. I mean, I, they have some funny tweets sometimes. I don't follow them, but I do follow Olive Garden on Instagram. That's probably the only, like, alleged fast food that I follow. But their pictures are great. <laughs> and they respond to, like, everyone in the comments. They're super engaged with their fan base.
0: <laughs> if Jeet knew how to produce, <laughs> I would kick you out of my home. You don't like Olive Garden? I don't like Olive Garden. <laughs> I don't like Olive Garden. Because we live in the city that has the greatest Italian food in, in America. And you're following Olive Garden. And you're following Olive Garden on Instagram. And you're following Olive Garden on Instagram. What are they posting? Breadsticks? What is it? Yeah. The- but, but
1: they're also like one of those like accounts that'll post like, I don't know who's in charge of it, but it's someone who's like 60 years old. Because they'll post like breadsticks with like, booty had me like or like a caption that makes literally no sense from like Ah, 2014
0: that might be worse than wendy's not only a fast food chain a sit down franchise you're like well gotta just see what the garden's up to you know and then (laughs) do you and your family go to the olive garden
1: no i well i will say i do like get that for my birthday every year olive garden gift cards no, I eat Olive Garden on my birthday every year.
0: Really? That's like, a, that's like a thing? And now, please tell me it's like a kitschy, ironic... Nope. Nope?
1: Not, not even a little You bit. choose that. I love Olive Garden.
0: You live in this city and you're like, you know what? I'm going to go to Times Square next to the Applebee's and I'm going to sit down with the other people from Des Moines and have the pasta Alfredo that's in a bucket for fourteen ninety nine.
1: Well, I don't get like that's the other things I do the like soup salad breadsticks move. So I mostly just get soup and a ton of breadsticks. So I'm not what getting like food. What soup you get? Uh the chicken yoki one?
0: <laughs> damn it. Nicole.
1: What? Is uh, that the worst? That's the best soup.
0: I, I it doesn't ma- it, it doesn't matter if what soup you picked. There was no right answer. because you are eating an olive garden? You got you understand? Like it's like olive garden. I, I, <sighs> I can't. I can't even I can't unhear it. I can't move past it, that's for sure. Olive Garden Wendy's I mean Olive Garden Instagram every year for your birthday. I mean, how can can we take you to like a to like a nice Italian restaurant? We go to like quality Italian or something like that.
1: I know it's not quality Italian, but it's still good. Like I I hate when people hate on it because I feel like it's fake. There's no way you actually don't like it. I refuse to believe it.
0: You refuse to believe it. <laughs> yes, that's it's like being like if you go to if you go to Applebee's, there's spinach oak, spinach artichoke dip is on par with like Eleven Madison or something like that. It's like it's not that if I was in the middle of nowhere, like if if I'm in like way rural whatever, and my options are an Olive Garden. Or, like, a fucking Long John Silver's. I'm like, you know what? If I'm in the mood for Italian, maybe I will go to Olive Garden. I haven't been to an Olive Garden since I was probably nine years old. I went, we went, my family and I went once as like a bit, as we were just like, even in Long Island with like strip malls and just chains, we're like, let's give it a shot, you know? And then we sat there and we were like, oh, no thanks. Like, you know, it's like, it, it's just, you know, Applebee's is food too, but. Is it good food? It's not good for you. You know those ingredients aren't fresh. There's too many things on the menu. The breadsticks are good. I'll give you that. They're like oily and soft and salty, but like, there's no way that their food is is you would categorize it as great.
1: Did I say that?
0: I are don't you? Know. I are mean, you I... are you denying that?
1: <laughs> no, no, I no, it's great. I haven't had like their I've had maybe like pasta or like chicken parm a couple times but i just always get the soup and breadsticks and i dip the breadsticks in all Yeah, i mean what's uh,
0: yeah, okay. If you're doing su- just soup and breadsticks, i mean then the the greatest restaurant in the world and the worst restaurant in the world it, soup is soup. You know what i mean? Breadsticks are breadsticks. But yeah, you're not you're not ordering anything from the you're not ordering an entree, right?
1: No, but that's like their thing. Like the soup, salad, breadsticks. Everyone knows Olive Garden for that. Isn't
0: that an indication of how terrible it is? <laughs> they're known for bread. You understand? Like, they're like, just buy, just come in and sit down and we'll give you as much bread as you can fill up with, you dumb dick. Like, they, bread is what they give you to fill you up so that you order more food and then you don't eat any of it. Like, that's the whole, that's the scam of giving you free bread. And then you guys are like, well, I'll buy the breadsticks and the, and the, the soup or whatever. And then you're not even eating the the actual food that they uh I can't I can't. Um it's it's a shame to have learned this about you, Nicole.
1: I mean is it really that surprising to you?
0: It isn't with your with your upstate heritage. It is uh it's right on par but I would hope I would have hoped that you know Bushwick and Jersey and all that would have kind of like changed you a little bit to have a little higher respect for yourself. Um but you know what? I'm going to choose to believe that going forward, you're going to Olive Garden is like a fun little, it's like a little like ironic, like let's just get the breadsticks, you know, like it's a fun. On your birthday is what I can't get past. It's making me so sad. Like I'm not, I'm not all right because I want so much better for you. And like, I understand being like every once a year, my friends and I who haven't seen each other, it was like our thing in college. We would go and then we go get to the, And I get it, I would totally get that. But you're like, your birthday, like the the celebration of your birth, you're like, I want bread. I want oil bread and I want it in a soup that was made and put in a bag last week and I want it hot and given to me amongst my friends. And then do the servers talk Italian there? Do they do like the fake like, that kind of thing?
1: No, not at all. They seem really sad most of the time. Mm.
0: Yes, because they have to do... Do they do a birthday song?
1: They do, but I don't remember what it is. I feel like it's one of the ones where they're, like, clapping. Uh-huh. But I don't
0: know. It's gotta be... It's gotta be a... a do they? Do your friends... Do people get them to sing for your birthday every year?
1: Mm, friends. Yeah, I, I just, like, go... Do you with, go <laughs> alone?
0: Do you go alone on your birthday to the Olive Garden and just go party for one breadsticks please and then put on a tiara and sit there and like that make them clap to you yeah, that kind of thing I don't like that
1: when they sing it makes me nervous so I don't tell them I used to do like I, I think I stopped doing that after high school but I would say that to get free dessert like I, it wouldn't be my birthday should we move on
0: or? Yeah, I mean we, we we're, I'm trying to I mean I'm trying should we move on How dare you? How dare you try to get us to go past? I need to grieve in my own time and process. I'm grieving the death of the Nicole I thought I knew. (laughs) Reese Witherspoon tweeted, um, and that's, you know, matters for some reason to people. But I will say this. She tweeted, this is what she tweeted. She said, in the near future, every person will have a parallel digital identity. Avatars, crypto wallets, digital goods will be the norm. Are you planning for this? And people went fucking crazy. They went crazy that she tweeted this. They were like, You're a corporate shill. You're doing, you're behind the big crypto. Like, how dare you? And first off, it's like, Good for her. Like, I'm in. All right. Like, I'm going to throw a leave that person alone, Reese Witherspoon out there because I'm all in. First off, she knows there's money to be made. And yes, the only reason that she was tweeting that out is because Mark Zuckerberg has pictures of her strangling a young actress that was going to be cast in Legally Blonde before her or something like that. Like, there's some incriminating thing that they have where she they were like, are you in on the metaverse revolution? Because I am. I'm Reese. Or, you know, whatever she does. But I, I'm all for that. Like I love that the people who are like, nah, the internet's never going to take... This is like the people you look back and you can look at those articles now from the 90s. Where they're like, is the internet over before it began? People are bored of it. And it's like, you dumb idiots. It's like those were four 65 year olds who were terrified of the internet and put out those like news articles back in the day to try to convince everyone the internet wasn't a thing. Just like now, it's like everybody that's like very rich and very famous or like very elite is talking about crypto or the metaverse or, uh, you know, online NFTs or all these kinds of things. And it's annoying to us because it's something new and it scares us and it's a whole new way of life, but it's happening, you know? Like, so we have to get on board. By the way, I, I, this is sponsored by the Metaverse. Mark Zuckerberg had some incriminating pictures of me as well uh, eating at an Olive Garden. And so I need, to, I, need to, I need to be a shill for them. And I'm willing to be a shill. If you're telling me I'm getting in on the ground floor of the rest of society, like what the end of days is going to be, which is all of us in this Ready Player One Sort of fucking universe that's online and nothing matters in person. Sign me up, baby. I'm done. I'm fucking, I'm done trying to make it in the real world. How about that? I'm gonna give my shot at the computer world. Throw me in there. Give me a cool avatar with like a little neck tattoo. I'm in. I'm totally in. I'm gonna buy some cryptocurrency, lose it all. I remember like 10 years ago, my cousin was like, I'm gonna buy some Bitcoin. And I go, what is that? And he was like, oh, it's like a digital currency that'll eventually overtake the dollar or something. And you're like, oh, whatever. And he was like, but I, you can buy them now. Like each one of them's like a hundred bucks. Like, do you want to buy it? And I, I remember being like, hundred dollars is not like a a big investment. But at the time, I was like broke, and I was like, hundred dollars is a lot to like throw in a wishing well and hope. Which of course, it's now worth like. $55,000 a coin or something like that. Like I, I'd be, I'd be doing much better if I had listened to him. And so he's doing very well. So, I mean, it is what it is. And you got to get on the ground floor. I didn't get on the ground floor, but I feel like now it's not on the ground floor. It's on like floor three. And I feel like you could still climb, like hang on to the elevator as it's going up before the rest of us. Are you still in denial about the digital crypto world, Nicole, or are you like, are you in?
1: No, I don't know anything about it. i thought Dogecoin was fake until, like, two days ago. Like, I didn't realize that was a real thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the Dogecoin was kind of a scam, you know? And that's kind of the weird part about it, is that they can kind of, like, just manipulate and make things fake. And if you're famous enough, you can be like, hey, this is real, and it's the next thing. Everybody buy it. And then people just will. Like, that's... The more... The older I get, the more, like, hope I lose in humanity. Do you realize... Do you find that, Nicole? Like, the more I'm like, oh, people are... I mean... When you, it's like the most tired thing to say, but like people really are just sheep, you know, they'll just do whatever someone who's more famous tells them to.
1: Yeah, aren't, I think they're, people are trying to like sue like Kim K and some other people for endorsing crypto or something like that.
0: It's crazy. I mean, let them try. I mean, all that's gonna do is just drive up the price more, all this stuff. Again, I don't know anything about it. Like, I'm not the right person to talk to about this. I just know that I should be doing it, and I feel like if I say it on record, I'm gonna have to do it. So, come find me in the Metaverse, gang. I'll be next to... If, like, Eminem and Snoop Dogg... Snoop Dogg knows how to make money, okay? That man hasn't rapped in years, and he knows how to make money. He's a businessman. Is Snoop Dogg is buying property in the metaverse and all of these various things, something's going on. This is like the Wild West now. Like, we as people should get in there with the, with the fucking celebrities. And, you know, worst case scenario, we all lose our money. That means Snoop Dogg lost his money. And of course, it's easier for him to lose the money. But at the same time, if we all lose our money, then we're kind of all in the same place still after the end, right? So that's my thought process. So I'm going to drop $45,000 on a digital farm in the metaverse somewhere. And then you guys can come visit my farm and hang out. But it costs money. You have to pay me in coins, Doge coins. So, all right. This drink is so delicious, I wish it never ended. Um, I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of, and this happened yesterday. You got to see this outburst in real time, Nicole. I am so sick of having go on to any sort of app or website and log in and I put in my username and I put in my password and then I have to do another thing in order to log in. I hate that so much. I'm so sick of it. Just let me do a username and password. I'm so sick of the like, Username and password, hey, we don't recognize this device. Do us a favor. Go ahead and open up your Gmail app, okay, in the next 15 seconds. Otherwise, your phone explodes. And uh, open up the Gmail app. Who just want to confirm that you. And then, uh, okay, you got the Gmail app open. Awesome. Now, open up Instagram, scroll down four times, and go to your DMs. Now, type in that four-digit number. What is that? You got it? Okay, good. Now, go over to Twitter, go to your DMs, nothing there. Okay, go to your at mentions, nothing there. Okay, now go to the search bar, type in Megan Fox, see what's up there. Is she drinking the blood? How much blood is on her face? Little, somewhat, or none? Okay, none, you're in. Welcome to Patreon. You know, it's like, I don't need... All of these things, what is the point of having a username and a password if that's not the thing that locks me in? It feels like one of those, that old show from the 70s, what was that, like Dragnet or something like that? Where like, it would be like, a, a, it would open up a safe and then it would be like another thing would open. It would just be a series of doors that would keep opening over and over again. I don't like that. And here's the thing, this is a purposeful move. This kind of ties in with the, the crypto digital world thing. This is how they're trying to move us to the retina and fingerprint logins. And I got to tell you, it's working. Okay, I am just annoyed enough to give up my freedom. All right. If you're going to tell me that I don't have to log in and then go to another app and log in from there and then go to a third app and like verify that information and I can just give the government my my fingerprints and my eyes. Guess what? Bye-bye, because I'm a fucking sheep, I guess. I'm sick of it. I don't want to do it anymore, and I'm over it. So just let me in. Let me into the things I create, please. I'm asking you nicely, and I won't ask a second time that way. So does this bother you, Nicole?
1: Yeah, but I don't really want to speak this into existence, but I've never actually been, like, hacked or anything like that, so I'm like, what am I doing right now? But have you ever been hacked or had, like, your credit card stolen or something? No, and
0: of course not, and that's the only reason why I'm talking like this is because I'm like, who needs security? It's never gonna happen, you know? And the poor comedy community is getting decimated by hackers right now because every comedian over 40 is getting hacked because they never stood a fucking chance because they didn't grow up with the internet, so they didn't have the, like, hey, is this a weird picture of you? Click this link from a stranger you've never seen. And they're like, huh? And then all of a sudden, next thing, they're like, Oakley sunglasses for $2.99. Hurry up, you know? It's like, you dumb dicks, what are you thinking? You know? So there's been a few comics who have lost their login info, who have been stolen and hacked, and then they just do phishing scams or they get caught and all that stuff. Because comics are are, uh, broken, hurt people. So it is what it is. And it's a shame, you know? But you know what's not a shame is all of you who watch this. Thank you very much for doing that. Uh, Leave a comment. If you're in the live chat, what's up? Thanks for watching. Uh, Tell a friend about the show. I I don't care whether you listen to it or whether you watch it. You can do both if you want. Nicole makes killer graphics. And I think, personally, make it worth watching. But if you're driving and you want to listen to it, that's cool, too. Do me a favor. Go to the iTunes app or the, God, I always say iTunes app. It's embarrassing. The iTunes, I don't even think iTunes exists anymore. Go to the Apple app or the podcast app and leave a five-star review. Would you leave a review? Just please leave me a review this week. That's all I ask because um, we want to try and pump those numbers up. Tell some friends about the show. If you tell two or three friends, you're doing a great job and I appreciate every single one of you. You can listen to my other podcast, Here's a Scenario. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash scenario pod, where I do a bonus episode of Snarky every single week. How great is that? Every single week, just for, just for them. It's awesome, right? So check it out. You can get on there for as little as $5 a month. Actually, technically $1 a month, but you ain't getting shit for a dollar. so go to $5 a month. Um, and uh, you can follow Nicole online at... Nicole C. Lions. Hell yeah. And uh, you can see me on the road, mikefeeneycomedy.com for dates. Uh, this will come out next week. So uh, this this Thursday, two days from now, last time I'm plugging it, Boston, January 20th, Laugh Boston. Come on out. Gonna be great. Hope to see you there. Get tickets at laughboston.com. And uh, you can see my other dates at mikefinicabby.com. And follow me on Twitch. I've been Twitching like crazy recently. I just played this horror game that took years off my life. It's just where a psycho chases you around with a bat. I put a clip of that on my Instagram at I am Mike Feeney. And so uh, check all that stuff out. I'm doing too much, okay? And I have a lot of things to edit coming up in the pipeline. A lot of stuff from Mohegan Sun and whatnot. So be on the lookout for that. So if you just subscribe to my YouTube channel, watch Rage Against the Routine, do all that good stuff. You're all great. Thank you very much uh, for watching and for being a part of the show. Because here's the thing. With these shows, you're like, you know what? I do this for me but I enjoy that you guys enjoy it too. You know, Uh, that's that's a fun thing. Now, we got to talk about this too, Nicole. This is a very topical episode. Very rarely do we get this topical in a show, but we're here. Did you see the Jake Gyllenhaal news? No. My boy, Jake Gyllenhaal, after doing a fuck that person, Taylor Swift, and now I'm going back to a leave that person alone, Jake Gyllenhaal, he did a... Red themed photo shoot wearing, uh, I think it was for like, I forgot what it was, like Vanity Fair or some whatever the hell, who cares. But he was wearing the same red sunglasses that Taylor Swift wears in the 22 music video. And Taylor Swift fans ate it the fuck up. It is so funny. You want to talk about like, being manipulated, this goes back to the whole, like the Wendy's thing and just like tricking people into like algorithm baiting and stuff. They made it go viral. Okay. And some took it as a shot against Taylor Swift and defended her and were like, fuck and Hoff forever. Others took it as him, like bowing to the queen, you know, of uh, the queen of exploiting relationships is who she is. And then, um, but, and, and others were just kind of like, oh my God, what do we do with this information? To me, it's like, Getting mad at someone's ex-boyfriend for them is the most, like, hilarious high school shit I've ever seen in my life. Like, you have no vesting, like, you know, you have no rooting interest in either party. You just like Taylor Swift's music, so you're like, yeah, fuck Jake Gyllenhaal. He's a piece of shit. And you're like, there's no reason, like, give me one reason how you could possibly give a fuck. About Jake Gyllenhaal, and I'll and then I'll relent. You know, just let me know. Let me know why you care. Besides the fact that here's the thing: if you're a Taylor Swift diehard fan, right, and you're like, I fucking hate Jake Hall because he fucked over Taylor Swift, blah 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 blah. You can't hate him, okay? Because he is the reason that she wrote the songs that you love. So if anything, she, he do you do you hate Adele's ex boyfriend who gave us that beautiful? beautiful, heartbreaking, tragic music that she's created? No. You, if anything, you should love Jake Gyllenhaal. If you're a Taylor Swift fan, you should fucking adore Jake Gyllenhaal and worship the ground that man walks on, okay? Because without him, Taylor Swift is just a rich white girl with an acoustic guitar singing about how fucking, you know, winters are tough, you know? I, I, I She's, he's her muse. Like, what is it? What is it? Fucking leave him alone, you know? There's nobody who listens to the show that's a Taylor Swift fan. There isn't. I know it. There just isn't. There, this is this is a Jake Gyllenhaal fan base crowd. And I understand that. But still, we can scream into the void for a little bit, can't we, Nicole?
1: Yeah, plus they dated in what, like 2010? That's like getting mad at like her high school ex.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's so crazy how long ago it was. It's like getting mad at, Machine Gun Kelly's high school girlfriend from 10 years ago or whatever the fuck when he was a child before it mattered, you know? It, just, it doesn't make sense to be mad at, like, four exes ago. She's already burned a ton of bridges since then. If you're breaking up with somebody over and over and it ends bad every single time, at what point do we fucking look at you, you know? At what point? We can't, because she's, you know, white woman. Um, I have one more thing that's on the the topical bandwagon here. Most top, this is the topical episode. This is what this is. Now, this one, we're, I only can talk about because I finished the drink. All right? And we have uh, finished the drink so early, by the way. But we have, uh, we just, I, I just need to, tell me if I'm crazy. You know what I mean? It's like Jasmine Savoy Brown, I believe is her name. She's an actress. She's in uh, the show Yellow Jackets, which is very popular right now. And she's in the upcoming movie, Scream. And it's like, great. Good for her. Glad, you know? And she, speaking of glad, she's, uh, she's playing the film franchise's first queer character, the Scream franchise. And there's a whole article on it. Uh, on who, who did the article? Let me see. It's from uh, E.T., Entertainment Tonight. Did an entire thing. They go scream star Jasmine Savoy Brown on playing the film franchise's first queer character. And they're over, after over 25 years uh, after the original scream first slashed its way into theaters, franchise newcomer Jasmine Savoy Brown is making history as the film's first out LGBTQ character. Now, was this important progress? You know, like, was this, is this what we needed? You know, is this, is, is the, like, yes, queers can, the queer community can and should be stabbed by murderers just as equally as everybody else. Is that the fights we're fighting now on online? Is that what we're doing? Is this important to you, to anyone? Like, listen, it's like, I'm more happy that she has been hired as an actress, you know, as a person in the LGBTQ community. That's what I think we're supposed, that's supposed to be the headline is like, hey, look, they hired this LGBTQ person and she's like one of the leads in the movie. How great is that? But instead they're talking about her character (laughs) in the Scream franchise, which it's like, I know every time I watch Scream, you know, that was my main takeaway. Not, hey, this is the same movie four times in a row. I always go, where are the queers that are getting murdered? Why aren't there enough of them? I want representation and I want equality. I don't understand, you know, I, I don't understand, you know, and it's not, it's not that, it's not, uh, it's not where is Nev Campbell been every 10 years in between uh, makings of Scream? All I want to know is where is the murdering equality? And by Scream 6, at this point, there won't even be the only people getting murdered will be cisgendered white males who will be murdered by blue-haired white women who identify as an octopus. And then they won't even get in pun they won't even get punished for when they murder people. They'll get a reward. They'll be given a medal, they'll be given stock in Amazon and they'll be giving a series on Netflix. They get all of those things. That's how the movie Screamsticks is going to end. They're going to go blue-haired octopus person. Uh, they a blue, a blue per, blue-haired octopus, they, you murdered uh, a bunch of white guys. Guess what? Here's your direct-to order series for Netflix. Enjoy it, do whatever you want. Just call like my blue octopus too, or whatever it is, you know, whatever it is. You get it, you know? And again, I'm not taking away from her as an actress. Good for her, but the fact that there's an entire article written praising the fact that that they they go finally. Finally, there is a there is a outwardly gay character in the Scream franchise. Is like they've they, they, first of all the last time they made that movie I think was ten years ago, and then before that was like ten years ago. It was a movie from the '90s. That's being like if we if they rebooted you know Lethal Weapon and they were like finally the you know Mel Gibson's character comes out as gay. We've all been waiting for that in Lethal Weapon and fucking. Donald Glover is getting too old for this shit because it turns out he's, you know, he's gay and that's fine and that's fine, you know? And it's like, I don't understand. It just is a hilarious point that we're at where not only can articles like that be written and be like trending and then people on Twitter are like, yes, like it's about time. I'm gonna go see Scream 5 now just for this reason. There's a ton of people in that community who will go see that movie because, just because of that, do you think it's going to be a good movie? Have you ever seen the fifth installment of any film and been like, best one yet? You know, like, have you, name a, name a blank five that was a good movie. Was it the fast five? I haven't seen that one. And Nicole, have you seen any movie that's got the fifth installment that's good? I don't think I've seen any. Oh, well, what about Harry
1: Potter? It's fine, I guess. I don't know. There you Maybe go. not.
0: It's fine, I guess. Rocky Five? I mean, what are we talking about here? Who gives it? The, the name of this article should be LGBTQ Woman is an Actress in this Movie. And also, why the fuck are we still making scream movies? That should be the headline. Not like finally, one of the people who gets their throat slit is, says, Hey, by the way, I'm gay in it. And that's just a weird. I don't know. I feel like that's. I feel like I'm gonna get in trouble for this for some reason. And I don't feel like it's a crazy thing to say. Nicole, am I am I out of line here?
1: Well, we can't cut it out because then we won't be able to use blue-haired octopus they as the
0: title. <laughs> so yeah. we must leave it. That's okay. We'll stay. We'll stay. But um I just I'm sorry. I just don't, you know. I support the movement, but what are we fucking talking about? You know? Give give her, her own movie, you know? we're it's just her. Doing an octopus lady thing. I don't know. I just fucking I can't. I can't do this. I can't do this anymore, you guys. Social media is ruined is ruining my life. But at the same time, you know, please share this on social media. It's very important. Um, I don't know. Uh I saw a guy at a at when I was at comics, Mohegan Sun, and he was uh wearing a Harley Davidson shirt, and it had like the flames all over it and all that other stuff. And I go, do you own a Harley? And he was like, yeah, of course. And it's funny because I know every person who owns a Harley-Davidson because they all wear Harley-Davidson merch. Like, I've never seen a more genius company than Harley-Davidson. Like, they're able to sell more merch than they do bikes. You understand? Like, people are so obsessed with their merch. Like, you can't own a Harley without owning Harley merch because that'd be weird. Like, that doesn't even make sense. It doesn't compute. But meanwhile, I don't own a Honda Civic shirt. Like, there's no merch for Honda Civic that's out there that you'd see me wearing. Like, fuck yeah, dude. LX edition. The basic one. Without the sunroof. Like, I, there's no... There's no way that... People don't have that, like, luxury feel to like i'm going to support the the thing i get to and from work on on my chest it's only harley davidson and i'm so impressed by harley davidson like people hate harley riders and you know they hate motorcyclists or whatever the hell but like got to hand it to them they're they're doing a great job i mean there's there's harley davidson there's a harley davidson store in queens that sells like four bikes but it's mostly a clothing store you know like they can sell you can sell fucking leather assless chaps or whatever with like frays and all of them have flames on it every single thing has flames i don't know how they do it they, it should if anything should be like oh does harley burst into flames why is there such an association with it but for some reason it it doesn't uh it doesn't work that way i don't know do you, can you think of any other automobile that people wear merch to nicole um
1: not really other than the fucking Dukes of Hazard car. But that's like a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. Or Herbie Fully Loaded.
0: Herbie. <laughs> Herbie? Was that the sequel? Herbie the
1: Bug. Yeah, Herbie Fully Loaded was not the first one. But,
0: but that's, not the fifth. First,
1: that's the first one I'm thinking was of. Was there yeah. any
0: LGBTQ people in it?
1: Yeah, probably Herbie.
0: Oh, yeah. Remember when people used to call people a Herb? <laughs> What does that mean? Is that a slur now? Should I not be saying that? What was herb? Look that up on Urban Dictionary. I remember that in like the 90s, people would be like, you're herb. You know, like it was, it was, it's probably a slur. We're going to have to bleep it out or something, but it probably means like something horrific, you know, like slave owner who does blackface or something awful. But what does it mean? Oh,
1: it's just to be whack. And then like the description is, yo, what's up herbs? What time we drinking?
0: All right. Well, (laughs) This then, party got way too many Herbs. I'm out. All right. Well, <laughs> guess who's bringing back Herb? I mean, that is the one of the only things from my childhood that hasn't turned into like a terrible slur against a, a specific community. So fuck y'all Herbs, all right? That's what I say, okay? If you fucking hate Jake Hall, you a Herb. If you fucking follow Wendy's, you a Herb. You know, if you fucking don't involve in cryptocurrency because of Reese Witherspoon, you a Herb. You're fucking Herb, dog! I'm embarrassed where that accent got to, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's a that's a whoops right there. <laughs> <laughs> Feels good to be back, Nicole. Um, now, this is the dumbest thing I'll say yet, and I promise.
1: <laughs> After what you just did? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I think... I think uh, people pick doctors for when they're going to have kids, right? It's a very important process. They, they interview them. They're like, you're going to deliver my baby, and they want to you know, know the stats and all the other stuff. But what no one ever talks about is I think you should pick a doctor based off of how well they snip umbilical cords and make belly buttons. No one ever talks about, like, if I was having a kid, I'd be like, let me see your belly button portfolio, like a tattoo artist. Like, I don't want to run the risk. It's so socially important. Like, I don't want to run the risk of my kid being a social outcast and having a fucking weird outie belly button because you don't know how to tie a knot, you know? Like, I, I, I think that's so important. Like, no one ever talks about, they're like, well, I just want them to be happy and healthy. No. Not true. You need him to be happy. You don't even need him to be happy. You need him to be have a healthy belly button. Because if someone's got a weird fucking misshapen thumb coming out of the middle of their stomach, that kid's going to get made fun of relentlessly. And do you want that? Like anytime he wears a tight shirt, it's going to look like a little fucking, a little chub halfway up his thing. Like you can't. Did you know people with Audi belly buttons? I feel like they're less and less common. That's going to be its own community very soon of like the oppressed people or the outie belly button community. And this is going to not age well. This is eventually going to, this, this will get me canceled eventually more than anything else I've said on this show so far.
1: Yeah, I mean, we used to just like bully people with outie belly buttons. Of course. (laughs) Which is outrageous. If you
0: you had an outie belly button, you basically weren't a person. You know, like you were a (laughs) lower class citizen. Like it didn't matter. What like you were just above cats, you know what I mean? Like you were not a human, you know. And you were there's Audi belly button. It's like yeah, I guess. Like they're 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 part of us because they talk English. But that's about all we have in common with these fucking herbs, these these freaks, you know. Um, and if you have an Audi belly button, I'm sorry, you know. I don't think there's any sort of is there a corrective look up. If there's a corrective surgery for Audi belly buttons. Maybe they just do like, I'm picturing, and please let this be the case, like a little baby guillotine for your belly button that they just put in and goes, sink, and it just pops off the little nub, and then that way, even if you had a flush belly button, that's weird. You gotta have a little hole in there, you know?
1: Well, can you guess the name of what this surgery is called? I'm looking at it right now. Is
0: it something horrific, like in the rhinoplasty for nose surgery? Yeah, thing? I, I okay. think you can guess it. All right, um, you know, uh, fuck, I, uh, Audi, Audi plasty. Come on. Uh, fucking. All right. You know what? Don't be a herb. <laughs> uh, uh, any, any retrieval surgery. What do we got? <laughs> Audi, Audi five thousand. I don't know. Umbilical plasty. Umbilical plasty. I mean, all right. You know, I wasn't terribly. What did I say? What was the first thing I said? You said like Audi,
1: yeah, Audi (laughs) five (laughs) thousand.
0: All right. Well, listen. We're just we're coming up with things here, but uh, good. So so it exists. Okay. So if you have an Audi belly button, there's hope. You know, I'm so sorry about your childhood. Get it fixed immediately. I'd be so mad. I would return my newborn kid. I'd be like, fucking fix this. Are you kidding me? I can't love this thing. What's wrong with you? You gave me a fucking Audi. I don't want that. I want him, I want my goddamn kid back, you know, with his belly button in the right place. Although there is something so weird. Have you ever, like, what's the furthest you've ever gone in your belly button, Nicole? Have you ever, <laughs> like, touched the part of your belly button that's, like, the umbilical cord, I guess it is, and it, like, it, if you push it in to a certain point, it, like makes a feeling that is unlike any feeling that you've ever had it's a discomfort unlike anything else you feel it like 4 inches into your stomach and it is a really terrible there must just be a frozen hard little like uh part of the umbilical cord that's like on the inside right
1: Yeah, I don't know. I've definitely gone all the way in to like see if I actually have abs somewhere, like to check and like do a little sit up and see if they're there.
0: Yeah, I because I've I've gone in there before and I'm like, oh, I have like a little like like it's an innie, obviously, you know, know, freak, but I I have an innie and then there's like a little like nub uh, inside and I'm like, what's that? And you press that in and every time you're like, ooh, I don't like that. Like it's like such a now I know why the Pillsbury Doughboy was. I don't know why he was laughing. It wasn't a fucking joke, you know. Um, but. It's um it's not good. It's not good. So, phew, thank God. I mean, we we did two episodes. There ain't no way. I was like we got we got plenty of stuff here and then um, you know, here I am talking about fucking belly but how how much of a gamut do, do you guys like if you're watching the show, if you're listening to the show, tweet at me, write a comment on YouTube. Do you like how completely off the rails and how not at all like there's no transitions, there's no this is just stream of consciousness bullshit. I mean, do you enjoy this? Does anyone enjoy this? Why am I doing this? I have to feel, and I will say last week's episode turned out a lot better than I thought. I was, I was, getting, I was very sick. I felt terrible. I felt very self-conscious. I lost confidence a few times during it alone. But I, that, that, show hold, that episode holds up. I should have fucking been more proud of myself. Yes, <laughs> yeah, Nicole it was, was great. Supposed to... I
1: cannot see you. <laughs> it was great though. I was laughing so hard at you, like talking about the diaper story. Like your little whoops moment was just not okay. Uh, so di- funny.
0: Oh yeah, that guy was. Yeah, that's a fun. The Louisiana man. Um. All right. What can we wrap up with here? There's a bunch of stuff that. Um. Okay, that won't go over well. Um. Here's some. Maybe the okay. Well, here's a couple, two more things. How long? And Nicole, please sound off on this. How long are we supposed to keep birthday slash holiday cards from people? What's the? What do you think the maximum amount of time or the the minimum amount of time you should have before you get rid of it?
1: I don't know. I like put them in a drawer because I feel too guilty to get rid of them, and then I yeah. find it
0: years later. I think it's got to be a week, maximum. You throw it out after a week. I don't know what to do about it. You know, we have so many holiday and Christmas cards, birthday cards I get a lot, and it's like some of them are really heartfelt and nice. Like, Nicole, you, have a, you gave me a terrific card that's sitting right there on the desk right there. Tell you what, next time you come here, that'll be gone. You know, like, it'll just, it has to go. Like, what am I going to do with it? Like, am I supposed to keep it forever? Would you be offended if I threw it out?
1: I mean, I, I guess not. You you know and that's my- a
0: hard yes. Well, here's be- my
1: thought. So you know my sentiment. So you're allowed to throw it out. So that's fine. Like it's it's registered. Good to go. Yeah. But- when you're extremely famous it would be nice to have it in a shadow box. Perhaps. Oh, okay. That's what I'm thinking.
0: Would you like to keep it for your shadow box from when I'm very famous and then you could be like, "Look, I sent this guy a card, here it was. He was going to throw it out, but I asked to hold on to it.
1: Blocked me on social media <laughs> now."
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but look, I <laughs> promise I wrote this to him. He saw it, I swears, you know, like um yeah, and then he got famous and turned into a herb. Um I will not stop saying it. I will make it a thing. Um but yeah, I don't know. I think you got to keep it for at most a week. And, that, and I have the same problem. I get way too sentimental. I hold on to it for way too long. And then I just, my, my, every drawer I open is filled with cards that uh, me, you know, being told people's updates on their children that I don't care about. You know, like what am I supposed to do? I don't, I think we just get rid of them after a week. Or like if it's a Christmas card, January 1, buy. Just throw it, just fucking, it'd be nice to shred them. Wouldn't you like... I asked for a shredder one year for my birthday. I was like 11. I... Yeah. I asked for a paper shredder for my birthday. I didn't get it. Because they were like, it, it could be dangerous. But I was like, that's a cool fucking thing. You know? Like, the paper shredder's a fun... I, even as an adult, anytime I put something in a paper shredder, I get a little thrill. You know? Like, there's something about it that you're like, this thing, it'll fucking shred credit cards. Like, it, it shreds everything. Like, there's nothing... That won't get just shredded. It feels good to shred, you know? Do you not agree?
1: No, it's great, for sure. I get, I do get the same thrill.
0: The 11-year-old thing, It it is weird to ask for a Christmas gift. I recognize that. But it's, I didn't get it. If that's, you know, so get over that. But, um, because I haven't. But I still want one, you know? And Erica has one at her job that's like legit. Like it'll shred metal. Like it'll like, it'll shred a finger. It'll do whatever you want in there. And you're like, that's, the perfect crime, you know? And she's got one of those shredders that goes, like, diagonal. Like, it shreds down and across at the same time. So even if you were to steal the, the, the little spaghetti Play-Doh strings and try and put it back together, now it's all little diamond cubes. Ah, it's the best. Shredders are the best. Someone get me a shredder. Mail it to me. Uh, mail it to the podcast. I'll shred things. I'll shred pieces of this on air for 30 minutes, and you'll see just a kid at a carnival. I'll have a good time. Um, Well, I guess I'll do one more thing, because what the hell am I even talking about at this point? (laughs) Um, I don't, I I wanna tip my cap to pilots, because the last, I was on a plane last month, and I just, I don't, we hit a little turbulence, a lot of turbulence, actually, And I don't understand how pilots don't freak out. Like they're so calm. And I get they've gone through it before or whatever. But like if I was a pilot and I was flying like a commercial plane or something, first thing I would always do, I wouldn't tell people, but first thing I would do is I'd be wearing a parachute every single time I fly. Just why have it off in a closet somewhere and then when everything starts going wrong, have to fish it out? It's just going to be on me. I'll put a coat on over it so you won't really tell, even though you'll definitely tell because it'll look like a kid wearing a backpack under a coat. But I will wear a parachute at all times. The first sign, the first sign of any turbulence, if if the plane just went like this for a second, I'd be like, oh, bye, and then just jump out of the plane and let the Spirit Airline flight go down into the ocean. Like, I just wouldn't, I would be the first one out, you know, and they go like, "Well, if you're a captain, you got to go down with the ship. Same with a plane. If I'm a captain, I'll go down with the ship. Because if I'm in the middle of the ocean, I'm not getting out of there anyway. I'd rather die on my boat than get eaten by sharks while in open water, while hoping to find you know some sort of home. But if I'm in a plane and you're telling me I could fucking skydive out of there and get safe, and then all I got to do is live with the you know the the guilt of 200 dead passengers." Listen, I'm gonna give it a shot. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll give it, a, I'll give it a whirl. You know, it's 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 kind of worth it to me. I don't know. They have to have nerves of steel to be like, I might crash, I might drive this, you know, four ton thing that's floating in the sky into the earth right now. But I, I got a hand. Are you ever impressed, pilots?
1: Um, I never really thought about it until I've like had bad pilots, or yes. at least who had like no filter. Like, I had a pilot before Thanksgiving who. We were sitting on the tarmac for like an hour. We're like, what's going on? And every 15 minutes, he'd come on and be like, "Uh, oh, sorry, everybody. Like, we had this part that's broken. The engine's broken. We're fixing it now. Just like, stay tuned. Like was Stay tuned! S- like, sharing way too many details about all the broken pieces of the plane before yeah. we were about to leave. And I was like, well, I'm just gonna, like, black out at this point.
0: Yeah, my pilot had the broken thing, too. They broke that thing on the way to Seattle. It's a whole nightmare. But, hey, this is just for pilots. Good for you. Keep going. I respect you, okay? If no one else in this episode that I've said, I respect no one, I respect you, you are the least of the herbs. So uh, you're antithesis of a herb. You're an anti-herb. You're a, what's the antithesis of a herb? A, uh, what, a, what, a, what, a, what, a, what?
1: Well, all right, so a herb is whack or like not chill, so.
0: You're the most chill, cool motherfucker on the planet. How about that? Just like me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. That's the show. Um, we're back. We're, we're hanging out. We got Nicole's back in the studio. We're going to do another episode after this. And I got to be honest with you. I really expected this to, all the things we just talked about, I expected it to be two episodes worth. So we're going to have fun next episode. And it's going to, if you enjoyed the loose and and the just, you know, whatever, this is going to be, the next episode is going to be that times 10. So stick around, stay tuned for next week, subscribe, leave a review, tell some friends. Cheers, everybody. Bye.